Dr. Eric Glassy has just released a new volume of his popular Color Atlas of Hematology, which delves into the morphology, physiology, and pathophysiology of bone marrow. Like the first volume, this publication offers not only the morphology, but also vital statistics, illustrations, discussions, and photo micrographs, as Dr. Glassy explains in this CapCast interview. Dr. Glassy, congratulations on this new volume of the Color Atlas of Hematology. It's been several years since the first volume was published, and it's apparent you've been really busy with this new volume. What features and content of this new volume are you most proud? Hey, thanks, Julie, uh, for having me on the podcast. I appreciate it. Uh, I want to um, say that all the authors and senior editors were are just delighted to be able to have this book to have this book finally published. Um, what am I most proud of? I'd say the richness of the book, um, its emphasis on imagery and morphology. You know, to me, reading this atlas is an immersive experience. There are nearly a thousand photographs, 275 illustrations, 125 virtual smears that can be navigated using the CAP's digital scope software. And each of these has a QR code link in the book to allow you to access the images using uh, a mobile device like a, a tablet or your computer screen. In addition, there's another unique feature. There are over uh, 15 video vignettes of topics that the various authors were passionate about. So you can again access those on videos hosted by the CAP using a QR code. There really isn't any Atlas outlet out there that has uh, so much variety. Uh, I want to particularly emphasize um, the virtual smears. Um, these show the various bone marrow elements in context so virtual smears provide as close to a real life glass viewing experience and using an analog microscope as possible. And this keeps with the tenant, the basic tenant of proficiency testing, which treat all specimens as if they were uh, from the patient. Finally, uh, besides just looking good, the Atlas I think is a worker's book. It is full of diagnostic pearls, and it's designed to be uh, what I like to call a guide at the side, allowing you to access it as you're viewing smears to help with your morphologic identification. And can you tell us a little bit about how the book is organized? Well, like its predecessors, Julie, the book is similar to the uh, peripheral blood uh, color atlas of hematology. It's based on proficiency testing challenges and that is its origin story. Uh, volume one focused on peripheral blood, and now volume two is focused on cells and other features of the bone marrow. There is an introduction which contains uh, text and illustrations regarding bone marrow sampling, the contents of the marrow microenvironment. There are discussions of smear differentials, and finally, a, a section on artificial intelligence, which is an emerging uh, field in hematology. There, fo there follows then the main chapters, which deal with nucleated red blood cells, granulocytes, and monocytes. 
There's a very nice chapter on megakaryocytes, blasts, lymphocytes and plasma cells, and finally a miscellaneous bone marrow cell chapter. Each of these uh, cells and bone marrow features have associated vital statistics. There are also illustrations highlighting pertinent morphologic features and a discussion about the cells. Following that are proficiency testing photomicrographs and the virtual smear links. The book is also peppered with a lot of, with a lot of sections called closer looks. And these provide a deeper dive into important concepts. Can you talk a bit about what sources of information you used for this book? Sure. The uh, backbone of the book is proficiency testing. So the CAP started the virtual bone marrow proficiency testing program in, uh, I think, 2010. Examples are included throughout the book, as I said, and also in the, in, in the appendix. There are links to all the virtual bone marrow cases uh, at the end of the book. In addition, each author provided their own cases to supplement the proficiency testing images and whole slide data. Uh, in particular, I wanna single out Dr. Patrick Ward. He is emeritus professor at the University of Minnesota in Duluth, and he was a mighty contributor. He is one of the world's best morphologists he gave us access to a treasure trove of really superb marrow smear photographs. He has, I think, pro probably one of the finest collection of hematology and ur urine photomicrographs in the world. And he was very generous in allowing us to use those. Now, as senior editor, you certainly played a leading role in developing this publication, but can you talk a little bit more about the associate editors who you worked with my two fellow editors once again need special recognition, Drs. Catherine Galligan and David Blomberg. We have worked together on five atlases for the CAP over the years. Each brings their unique skills uh, in creating this atlas. And besides just being subject matter experts, they are also really good at understanding the publishing business and what it takes to make a really good atlas. Uh, they share senior editorship with me and were always available for inspiration. And this book never would have been published without their unflagging assistance. Um, I'm also proud of the contributors to uh, this book, the 18 authors who are members or were members of the Hematology and Clinical Microscopy Committee. All were really great to work with. Well, thanks again for discussing this new volume on this podcast. Any concluding thoughts you'd like to share? Yeah, well, personally, I think, uh, you know, I, I just say this has been a great experience. The CAP has been terrific to work with and supporting this entire process. They've given me a lot of latitude in terms of how the book is laid out. Um, and I very much appreciate that. Also, one of the more gratifying feelings any author has is that their book is actually being used. It's not just decoration on the bookshelf. And I've had a number of folks over the years say that the CAP atlases are their go-to books in the laboratory. And uh, when you do lab inspections, it's always gratifying to see the atlases in a prominent place in the laboratory. 
And finally, we're all used to Zoom calls, and uh, it's really great to see one or two of the atlases in the background of my pathology colleagues' offices. So the fact that they're being used, um, that this new book's going to be out in the wild in another uh, couple weeks, it's all very gratifying, and it's just a, a terrific opportunity for me to, to share my um, vision of what an atlas should be with uh, the pathology community. Well, thank you again, Dr. Glassy, and congratulations on the release of this publication. Uh, yes, thank you very much for having me on the podcast, Jubilee. I appreciate it. To purchase Dr. Glassy's new volume of his popular Color Atlas of Hematology, please visit eStore.cap.org and search for the publication under the book's title. Thank you for listening to this CAPcast. To listen to other episodes, find us on the My CAP app available for CAP members, as well as SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Just search for CAPcast from the College of American Pathologists on these apps. Once you find our podcast, be sure to click the subscribe button so you don't miss any new CAPcast episodes.